You're listening to Human Contact, a Misty University podcast about relationships and getting people to talk about them. a few friends reach out to me after they listened to the previous episode because they listened a little late and they were like, wow, that was so weird. Listening to the coronavirus stats from like March 15th, they'd listened maybe like two weeks after that. And by then, a ton had changed and basically the entire world had shut down. I was mentioning how my college was working towards moving all of our courses online if it came to that. And we ended up moving online the very next day, which is when the last episode was released. I've been working remotely since that day and haven't set foot on campus. It's been super weird for me. I want to give a shout out to the Starbucks near my house that's still open and allowing me to continue my work routine by getting a coffee and breakfast every morning. And huge shout out to all the bubble tea shops that are still open for Uber Eats pickup. And also, thank you to Uber Eats. And for time capsule purposes, last time I had mentioned that there were around 156,000 confirmed cases of the virus and 5,800-ish deaths. Now today, it's Sunday, April 26th, 2020, we're at 2.9 million cases worldwide and 205,000 deaths. Yikes. That's that's something that I don't think any of us expected. And hey, just jumping in with a quick update because it's no secret that we are incredibly late on releasing this episode. We're actually now at May 31st, 2020, and the total confirmed global cases of coronavirus is at 6,064,000 and the total deaths is at 369,000. Just wanted to throw that in there just to show you guys just how much worse it's gotten over the last month and a bit. And now back to the original recording. Beep. But that is all I'm going to report on on coronavirus stuff. For now, you all have the internet and you can look up what's going on, but here's to hoping you're all staying safe and healthy and let's all get through this. In other not depressing news... Let's talk about what else has happened since last time. So, I mean, we had the Final Fantasy VII remake that came out late on April 9th, where we are here, which also happened to be Cliff's birthday. So basically, it was a great day. My, like, honest thoughts about the game, though, I mean, it's lovely and we're enjoying it. And there's been some scenes that they've sort of expanded on and made totally visually incredible, but we still haven't got around to finishing it yet, yet we did watch an eight-hour speed run of the original game, plus like 20 other videos about how perfect the original is. 
In other game news, of course, everyone was absolutely addicted to Animal Crossing for the first, like, three weeks after its release. I don't know about everyone else, but my will did die down a little bit. I have, like, three-day gaps between playing now, but those first three weeks were total bliss, and everyone in the world, I think, really needed that game when it came out. Something that I have learned to do really well during this self-isolation time is to use Reddit because that's where all the good Animal Crossing memes are. And everyone knows that my meme education is incredibly limited. So this caught me up to the times, plus added sufficient enjoyment to my Animal Crossing times because... I got to share that whole experience by watching what other people were were up to in meme form and lots of funny videos, so that made the experience really, really awesome. Yeah, I'd say those two game releases were the big highlights for me in the last month and a half, and other than that, just been taking it day by day with work and binging everything that I haven't seen already on Netflix. Now, before we move on to our second podcast episode, we actually recorded a conversation with me and Cliff and Alex the other day because we answered our very first listener email question. This wasn't related to today's topic. It was more of a personal question for the three of us. So I thought it'd be fun to start with that before we get into it. So here is our conversation. Cliff. Yeah. Happy birthday. Oh, thank you. And uh, what what event took place on your birthday? Uh, well, they, they released Final Fantasy VII specifically for me. Right, right. So, listeners, um, this this is uh, Cliff and Alex. They're, they're Hi, my... I'm Cliff. Oh, yeah. I'm Alex. Yeah, that's, that's them. And um, they're here to help me answer a listener question, which is the very first email. We're professionals. You're professionals. This is our very first email listener question that we've ever got. And this one is from Maddie. Thanks, Maddie. Hi, Hi Maddie. Maddie. Yay. Um, so Maddie had a sort of poly-related question for us. So this one doesn't have to do with the episode topic of this time, but we're just answering it at the beginning so that you guys can, um, can hear what we have to say about this because I thought it was a really good question. So Maddie says... Hello, my question for you is when you all, meaning you and Cliff and Alex too, tell people you're in a poly relationship, does Cliff get a different reaction and also follow-up questions from people as opposed to you and Alex? Like, is there just a general stereotype still where it's all high fives to the guys and, oh no, sweetie, you don't have to settle for that, to the girls? So I thought that was a really good question. That was a really good question, actually. Yeah. But so, my first question is, did she say hello like that? Uh, it's in all caps. So oh, okay. Well, I, I yes. added the, the, the you kind of sound gotcha. to it. Yes. All right. I just wanted to make sure. I just want to make sure. Like... That's fine. So Cliff. Yes. Basically, Maddie's wondering if you get this very, like, bro-y, like, oh, good job, bro. Like, you got two chicks. Like, what kind of reaction do you get? when you tell people about your situation? Yeah, I, I essentially get two, two, two types of reactions, okay? The first type of reaction is the, okay, be cool, like, don't, don't ask anything that's interesting to Cliff at all, mm -hmm. and, like, just kind of nod and, like, oh, that's, that's interesting, wow, mm -hmm. that, that type of reaction. 
or I get the worst of the two reactions, which is um, like, oh my god, you're so lucky. Uh, that's what every guy wishes for, et cetera, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera, without like, and that's usually from guys, like usually from guys and like most girls that I've had the opportunity to tell uh, in like a natural setting have been kind of like just curious more than anything else mm-hmm. about how that works and it's usually a curiosity about like oh how does everyone like how do you not get jealous how do they not get jealous etc etc there those are the types of questions i usually get mm-hmm. for guys uh, like i've even struggled wanting to tell some of my best friends uh, because i didn't know whether or not they would have the right, ideal reaction the ideal reaction right. versus some kind of like you know expected uh, bro reaction because um, I feel like even if they have that kind of bro reaction it, it's because it's information that they don't get on a regular basis no, they probably course. haven't thought about it really yeah. that that might just be the sort of uh, how, social natural response yeah. for people that haven't really thought about it entirely so. and like I'm not um, exempt from that myself mm-hmm. right because when I told my parents Good times. <laughs> um, which didn't go well. Uh, I thought, I honestly, like, I had it in the back of my head. I, like, my dad is probably the least misogynistic guy on the planet. Uh, you know, like, he's always been very supportive of my mom and of my sister and all that kind of good stuff that, you know, you expect a, a good gentlemanly guy to be. But I half expected him to be way cooler about this simply and this isn't like again he didn't have this reaction at all mm-hmm. but i expected him to be like good job son <laughs> right. you know what i mean like more than more than like what what the hell are you doing right right which, which is, is what your mom which is what my mom did, did. yeah um but we'll save that story for yeah, another episode because that's a whole nother, whole nother ballgame that's another ballgame but, ball game but what i'm trying to say is because of like the ingrained way that I've been taught to think for the last, you know, 30 some odd years, mm-hmm. even I thought that my telling my dad would be like an easier transition for, or easier thing to accept. Mm-mm. You felt like his worry would also be lower. Yeah, I, I didn't think, I didn't ever thought I would get like high fives about it. Mm. But like in the back of my head, I was always like, uh, like I should be able to tell my parents easier because people generally worry less about the boy in a relationship Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and people generally worry less about the male in a relationship and like how the male is doing Mm -hmm. i've gotten a few uh guys who've straight up just been like oh my god that's so oh my god that's so hot like like how do you guys do it and things like that like it's it's kind of I've gotten a bit of that, but mostly, honestly, people have been pretty respectful. Mm -hmm. Even a lot of the guys that you've told have just been, like, they've either had that reaction that's just sort of like, oh, okay, interesting, Mm -hmm. and then I feel like they're worried about asking too much or or asking the wrong thing, and they're being quite, like, conscious about it. Also because of the people we choose to tell. When was a time where you had that ideal reaction? The only time I've ever had an ideal reaction is when the person that I told 
also happened to be Polly. Right, good times. That was cool. Because, like, you could actually converse about it without There was nothing to explain, yeah. There was nothing to explain, and, like, you could do it without tiptoeing, and then you could get to, like, the more interesting parts of those conversations, mm-hmm. like, the juicier parts of the conversation <laughs> that I actually kind of do want to have so that it's more open conversation, mm-hmm. but... Your reactions make sense for what your, mm-hmm. uh, you know existences and you get those kind of reactions so what about you alex because you've told i'd say fewer people than than cliff has and you have been in a different context not only like um where you are and what you're doing in your life right now but you're also a girl and you're also the one that like joined this relationship and so i guess the question is what have the reactions been like for you from the people that I've told so far, they've kind of just, like, they were very respectful and didn't say much. <laughs> they kind of just like, oh, okay, cool, good for you. Right. Are you happy? Like, they're, they're kind of, like, asking you questions like, are you sure, like, this is what you want to do? Like, that kind of stuff. But, like, other than that, they don't really say much. And then they just kind of about their day. About their, the other the other thing to point out is that um, slight generational gap as well because mm-hmm. um, for those of you that don't know, um, Cliff and Alex are ten years apart, and I'm seven years older than Alex. So like she's walking into a, a generation of people that she's telling this to that are just receiving that kind of information better. I would say. Or they're just better at hiding their judgments about it. I can't tell. They're definitely just better at hiding their judgment. Because, Mm -hmm. like, we're... Right now, like, you can't say anything to anyone without it being, like, Mm -hmm. not PC, right? right? If I told someone, like, oh, like, yeah, I'm in a poly relationship. They can't be like, oh, my God, ew, I can't believe you would do that. Right, because they get flamed eternally for not being accepting. (laughs) Not be okay with it. (laughs) So, like, I don't know what people are really thinking, to be honest, when I tell them shit. But what about when you told um, the one family member that you have that knows about it? How did that conversation go? Oh. Because that was a while ago now. That was a long time ago. Mm -hmm. I don't really remember her reaction. I think it was, she was just kind of. This is her sister, by the way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think she was fine with it. And she was just very curious and wanted to meet you guys, but obviously had like the sister protection, like, oh my God, who are these people? Like, I need to meet them first. And like, if I don't like them, like, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Talk to big talk. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, harmless. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Turns out we're awesome, though, so that's... Yeah, so it's fine, it's fine. And then pretty much the only other people that you've told are, like, people you go to school with, and then your close friends outside of school. Is that right? Yeah, my close friends have taken it well. Mm -hmm. They're always, it's just, like, like you said, the generation, like, changed, so, like, they're all accepting of it, and they're just wondering whether or not I'm happy, and, like, it's, like, good for me or whatever, Mm -hmm. but, like... Other than that, they, like, completely accept it as a whole, and you guys have met them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, they're chill. Yeah. Like, I don't think I've, like, got any negative reactions from telling people. Yeah. Um, I don't really tell my school people because I'm never going to see them again after the semester, and they don't need to know that about me, really. Yeah. Yeah, kind it's of the kind same. Of like the opportunity doesn't come up. Yeah. Right, similar yeah. to with some of Cliff's coworkers is just the... Yeah 
the relevance to talk about it isn't mm-hmm. really there. Yeah, it's not like you can mm-hmm. be working on a group project and suddenly be like, hey guys, I'm Polly! Right, yeah. It's... So do you guys get a lot of that, aw, oh, you can do better than... Yeah, like Maddie's question was, was asking whether girls get that kind of reaction, but... I mean, it sounds like you haven't really gotten that, at least not outwardly. Not outwardly. Maybe, mm-hmm. like, like hints of it, mm-hmm. but, like, in question form. Mm-hmm. But, like, right. not, like, straight up, like... like are you sure are you this sure? is what you want to yeah, do? Yeah, like, yeah. it's the subtle sort of, like... Like, oh, like, Passive way of asking that. Are you that. okay? And, like, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's not... Yeah, I have not gotten that at all. I've never gotten a, oh, you can do better thing or anything like that. Or, oh, Sweeney, are you okay? Because pretty much everyone I've ever told is fully aware that it was my idea. <laughs> so that that helps that a lot. Yeah, I've also noticed that, um, that when I've told, uh, I mean, when I've, uh, yeah, when I've told people uh, about this, that I have to tack on that it was actually Misty's idea mm-hmm. um, before I um, get this weird uh, standoffish kind of feeling from people. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's internal to me or if right. that's like something that I'm actually picking up on right. about the other person reacting to it. That's a good thing to point out that like whenever any of us tells people... We're going to get a different reaction because of that as well. We're going to get a different reaction because of that, and we'll always be answering this question differently than another poly setup would. Yeah. Like, like it would be totally different if it was like... And again, this could just go on forever, but yeah. if it was... It's yeah, too long. There's too long. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. Thanks, Maddie. That was a great question. That was a great question, Maddie. Great Thanks. question. Uh, Maddie. Yay. Hi, Maddie. <laughs> Um, if there's any other questions that you guys have, seriously, humancontactpodcast at gmail.com. I don't care whether it's relevant to the next episode or topic that we're going to be talking about. If you just have a question for us that you want me and Cliff and Alex to answer or, or just one of us or all of us, whichever, um, we want to hear about it. Yeah. So we love getting questions like that because the more people are weird about asking those kinds of questions, the weirder it is for us in the world. So please just ask and then pass the knowledge on to everyone else that you know, so that they're not as freaked out when they hear about our relationship. That would be a huge help to us. So thank you to Maddie for asking that question. I think that was a really good one. And we love hearing stuff like this. So please keep those coming. The topic that we chose for this month is, of course, ghosting. And this topic I think is really interesting because it's way more about looking into examples of what people have been through in order to get a proper understanding of it, because it's not a very well-researched topic. It's not like there's a ton of journal articles about what ghosting is, the effects, etc. But people just kind of intuitively know what it is, because I'd say 99% of us have been through it in one way or another, whether we were the ones to ghost or whether we've been ghosted. Just to start off with some sort of definition so that we're all talking about the same thing. If you guys have watched SciShow before, you know how much I love it. So this comes from their video that is titled, What Psychologists Can Tell You About Ghosting. And the way that this video defined it says, Ghosting is when someone terminates a relationship 
by ending communications abruptly and without explanation. So I think that pretty much covers the type of definition that we need here to make sure we're all talking about the same thing. Something that I have often kind of mixed up with ghosting is avoidance. Like there's been a lot of situations where I've been avoiding seeing or spending time with someone or I can feel that someone's avoiding seeing or spending time with me. And the difference is that there's still communication happening and there's still that kind of sense of false hope that you may want to see this person or that that person may want to see you, but they're just kind of excuse after excuse and and sort of avoiding the situation. Whereas ghosting is when the communication just straight up stops. So I think that's the only real distinction that I wanted to make. And the rest, I think, is pretty self-explanatory. Same idea as our last topic, which was jealousy. Ghosting does not apply to only romantic relationships. In fact, I think a lot of people's experiences and a lot of the studies that have been done actually have stats that are higher in frequency amongst friends ghosting each other rather than potential romantic partners or current romantic partners ghosting each other. So again, just making that distinction that we're talking about relationships of all kinds, business relationships, friendships, romantic relationships, the works. The big question that everyone seems to have about this is why do it? Why go someone. And sometimes they're asking themselves that question, like, why did I ghost this person? But also they're asking themselves, why was I ghosted? Because there's that lack of understanding and that's what ends up driving people crazy. I think one of the reasons why ghosting is such a hot topic is because it's so frustrating. Largely what we are going to focus on with this topic is the why because I think we can all agree with very little research that this is common and pretty much everyone has experienced it either to themselves or doing it to others. So we know people do this often, but the why I think is what's really interesting. And there's also, I discovered, two camps of sort of mentality about ghosting, about whether they think it's good or acceptable or whether they think it is the absolute highest degree of psychological torture that humans can do to each other. And those two camps are really interesting. And I'm going to bring Cliff and Alex back to read some really, really good Reddit posts that kind of explain these two sides really well. Then, of course, I will share my opinion of this topic and what my experience has been with it. I'll share personal stories, of course, and sort of how I feel about it now after the online exploration that I did while looking into it. Let's start off with the fun data, which is from my funny little Instagram survey that is not ever statistically significant or necessarily accurate, but it helps get started on this conversation. So I asked about seven questions and some of them were in two parts because they had like a yes or no and then the sliding scale response. So what I did last time is I make a statement on my Instagram story And there's a sliding scale underneath that you drag towards whether you strongly agree or strongly disagree or whether you're somewhere in the middle with that statement. So the first statement I put up said, sometimes ghosting is necessary. And the results I got were 34 people voted on this. And the scale was at about half 
between strongly agree and strongly disagree. Maybe like a hair closer to the strongly agree side. Uh, There were three people who committed to saying strongly disagree to say that sometimes ghosting is not necessary. And there were seven people that strongly agreed that sometimes ghosting is necessary. So that was really interesting. The second statement that I put up was in two parts. So the first part said, I have been ghosted before. And it was a yes or no. So 46 respondents said yes, and 12 respondents said no. That's also interesting that there were 12 people that felt like they'd never been ghosted before. So that was great. But 46, of course, felt that they had. Then the statement underneath that said, I am still confused about why I was ghosted. And that's, of course, for the people that answered yes. And 31 people responded to that. The bar was right in the middle again, kind of at like 50%, 52% towards the agree side, but pretty much in the middle. And four people committed to strongly disagree. So they mean to say that they ain't confused. They know why they were ghosted. So that's great. But five people slid that scale all the way to strongly agree, meaning that they had no idea and were still confused about why they were ghosted. Then the next statement that I put up was also in two parts, and it was the reverse. So the first part said, I have ghosted someone before. There were 34 people that, good for you. Yes, you admitted to doing this. And 18 people said, no, they've never ghosted someone. And then the statement underneath for those who said yes said, I usually have good reasons to ghost someone. This one, again, out of 32 respondents, it was right in the middle. And again, just a hair towards the strongly agree side. But four people said that they strongly disagreed. So they thought, yeah, I don't have good reasons for when I ghost people. And there were six people that strongly agreed, saying that they really did believe that they had good reason to ghost someone. The fourth statement that I put up was the most interesting, I think. The statement simply said, I think that ghosting is bad. 54 people responded to this one, and the scale average was way closer towards strongly agree. It was probably like 65, 70% of the way there. There were only two out of the 54 that said strongly disagree. So they mean to say that they definitely don't think that ghosting is inherently bad. Whereas there were 13 people who dragged that slider all the way to strongly agree, meaning that they absolutely thought that ghosting was bad. This is something that I'm going to want to discuss later when we read the Reddit posts about seeing both sides of that and the two different camps that I think a lot of people live in about their opinion about ghosting. Then I did ask sort of a why question for the next part of my survey here. The question was, why do you think that people ghost? And before I read those responses, I wanted to read a definition that came from that same SciShow video. And it says, if you're a stronger believer in destiny, it means that you think that the outcome of a relationship is more set in stone. It's either going to work out or it's not. So that statement came directly from that video. And what it's saying is that people who think that, you know, we have soulmates or that it's either it's going to work out with someone or it's not, they end up actually being the ones who are more likely to ghost. Because if they just don't feel it, if they just don't feel the destiny of this relationship, they feel like they can just 
step away. And that's something that I think is a key part about why people ghost is their internal beliefs and values about just stuff and relationships in general. Whereas people who are more, I think they called it growth-based in mentality, they're less likely to ghost because they're also more likely to give the relationship a chance, even if that spark or that click isn't necessarily there at the beginning, they believe that that type of stuff can develop over time. Now I'll read a few specific responses from my survey, but the two that were the most common that I saw the most in variations of this is, of course, social anxiety and fear of conflict as two major reasons why people may choose to ghost. Another response said, dislike confrontation or people turn out to be scary or creepy. That's definitely something that I think we would understand in the context of like online Tinder dating or something where if you're just kind of afraid of the person, you might just want to disappear because that's just the easier, potentially safer choice. Another response said, don't want to engage, but don't want to hurt them or maybe they're too toxic. Another said, can't handle difficult conversations or You've ghosted them because they're obviously not a fit for you. Another response says pettiness and inability to communicate feelings. Another says met at the wrong time or had different needs. Ultimately, though, another really common response was taking the easy way out seems to be a huge reason why people would choose to do this. It is definitely easier to just not have the conversation. For those of you who have admitted to ghosting, you may believe truly that there is a legitimate reason for why you did it, but I think there will always be that little element of it's easier that ultimately leads you to make that decision to go someone. It just is easier. And that's another thing that is a little debated is, yes, it's easier and that's a selfish choice that you're making for yourself, but do you even owe the other person anything? That's sort of what the debate is. If you're looking out for number one, which is yourself, you may justify that, yes, it's easier and therefore will make my life easier. Therefore, I run less risk if I do things this way. So there's that to consider as well. But the debate is more about whether that makes you a shitty person or not. In short, when we talk about why people ghost each other, it appears that a fear of conflict and a tendency to take the easier route seem to be the biggest factors, even though there's a ton of other sort of smaller reasons why people would choose to ghost, but those, I think, are the two big ones. Now let's humanize this and get into story time, because the next question that I asked on my survey was share a ghost story. So we heard from people that either ghosted someone or were ghosted themselves. And of course, with Instagram, they don't give you very much space to answer. So these are going to be very condensed versions of their stories that we can assume there's a lot more to it. But then I did get some email stories sent to me as well. So those were really fun to read. I'm going to bring in Cliff and Alex so that we can read these and react together. Okay, so I brought Cliff and Alex back here, and um, hi guys. Thank Hello. You. Hello. Hello. So I'm just gonna read a couple of the ghost story responses that I got on my Instagram story. So it was just basically like, tell me a story about a time that you were ghosted, or that someone else had ghosted you. So 
of course, with the way Wait, that. Wait, do you mean? Tell me a time when you were ghosted, or when you ghosted someone else. What did I say? When someone else had ghosted you, which is the it's same the same as... thing, but just worded differently. Wow. <laughs> wow. So, correction, a time. I'm gonna read the stories. Wait, wait. Wow. Just give me a second. Wow. Just give me a second. Because she's never been ghosted. I've definitely been ghosted. Oh. I've definitely been ghosted. No, I'm gonna read the responses because <laughs> my question was, tell me a ghost story about a time that you were ghosted, or a time that someone ghosted you. That's what I said, right? No. no, when you were ghosted and when someone ghosted you is the same oh, thing. You just yeah. said it again the same way. You're like, wait, that's the that's correct, right? No, it's what? not. Like, it's not right. Okay, <laughs> let me try this one more time. The question I asked was, tell me a ghost story, meaning a time that you've ghosted someone or a time that someone has ghosted you. Yeah. Those are different, right? Those are different. Yeah. Fantastic. Okay. <laughs> Great. So most of these are relatively simple because obviously the story responses limit how how much you can say in the in the response. So we have things like gave a guy my number because I suck at saying no, and when they texted, I ignored it. Now that's a weird thing that you girls I've do. Done that. Definitely. <laughs> done that. Yeah. Hundred percent. I mean, definitely had that done to me before. Like, why give me your number, then? That's so much effort. Just it's tell me you're not it's interested. It's awkward to say no. It's like too awkward. Not interested. Like Don't give me a approach by and like then a at least guy. okay. Hold on, but then at least give me like your real number, so then like you can just be like, oh yeah, like I just you know I didn't want to say it to your face, right? Well, it you sounds like something. this person did give it because they said the real number. Oh. when they texted, I ignored it. <laughs> That was the thing. Ooh, yeah, it wasn't weird. a fake number. It I'm was also a real fake number. number. You've I do done the fake last, number? The last digit of my number, I go one up so that if they do find me eventually, I could just be like, oh, typo, accident, sorry. <laughs> You're worried about saving face, like, after giving someone a fake number? Yeah. I wow. feel so bad for that person with the same number. He's the same number every time. <laughs> that guy's got a lot of dick pics. <laughs> oh, that's so bad. Wow. Sorry, bro, if you're out there. <laughs> that was great. Uh, then we have stuff that's like, was rekindling a relationship, things were looking good, chatting regularly, then nothing. Have you guys had that happen to you where you're like, oh, this is like on the upswing, like this is going good, and then they just disappear. Really? What kind of relationship though? Like rekindling a friendship? It just said, was rekindling a relationship. Yeah, a relationship can mean so many different things, though. Like, I don't think... Yeah. Uh, like, if it's a friendship, then that seems normal. Because a lot of times, like... Yeah. That's just, true, like, actually, stop yeah. talking to each other, That's right? Like, true. there's nothing to talk about. You probably shouldn't be friends in the first place. You're not wrong. Yeah. This one is pretty savage, though. The response says, Someone ghosted me mid-date. We were at a coffee shop, and they were going to follow me home, and I never saw them again. <laughs> I don't know if I believe that. I genuinely, I don't know if I believe that. I don't know if that's a, I don't know if that's a real story. Or. Do you know what I mean? Like, they're not. Or. Like, no, there's no way. Sorry. But like, hold on. You're on a coffee date. Okay. Yeah. And they've agreed to go home with you. Okay. And then 
what did they just veer off in an alley and you were walking too quickly maybe they were in the washroom and then like when they came back the person was just gone oh okay but like they like they made it sound like they were on so, their way were back gonna, to the place and they were gonna follow me home so like it sounds like they agreed that oh like that maybe they were the driving, driving yeah. okay and like oh driving would have oh. made what did you guys think like they were walking yeah gonna yeah. Like, walk like one meter from behind her yeah maybe. that's what I was, I was like, like what the fuck like, was like, were you walking like super quickly or something and like she just veered off into the alley like what's going on do you guys oh never God. think of Make your estate sense. plans during a date well but like again, i don't go on driving, many dates so but the driving thing like why would you ever like right go in separate cars i've never i've i've, I've Actually, driven yeah, separate cars to the date before uh-huh. and like if i was gonna invite a girl back it'd be like we'll just take one car like just come in my car and, oh like, i we'll wouldn't come. let that happen mm, right if i was going yeah. on a date with someone like i was like oh let's go to my place i'd be like okay but i'm driving my own car the thing is you that's because no, 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 date creepy ass guy no 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 this is i'm dating you okay but i was the least <laughs> creepy guy you've ever dated what if because like it's different if you like were sort of developing a relationship with this person and then they were like i'd love to take you out on a date versus like let's meet up from tinder you would not go together you would go separately no no no, no. of course we would go there separately i would just like if the date was going well if the date was going really well and Mm -hmm. i was like hey like do you want to come back and we'll have some coffee or whatever it is like i wouldn't be like oh yeah just follow me in your car Right, that'd be weird. Right. I'd be like, yeah, don't worry about it. Like, if you have to pay the parking fee, like, I got it. And, like, I'll bring you back here. Right. I don't know. You're persuasive that way, but I, I wouldn't, wouldn't be persuaded it, no. by most people. No. I'd be like, that's fine. I'll drive myself yeah, home. Yeah, like, no worries. Oh. As like, if I could yeah. drive. Because then, like, I can go home after, right? You have to drop me off later. Yeah. I just... No. Like, oh, my God. I've and, like, never, the freedom never, to leave when you want to leave. Yeah. Oh, like, that's yeah. the biggest part. Like, I hate yeah, having I've to stay there and be like... I've never had that issue. Oh. What are you talking about? I'll kill you. Okay, so those were just some of the responses from the Instagram story, but we did actually get three listener emails, so I'm going to read those out loud now and then let Cliff and Alex comment on what they think about them. So the first one that I got says, so this happened about two years ago, a girl I met from Tinder Uh, We ended up becoming close friends, and after three years, she asked about potentially dating again. A week later, she said she wasn't... Wait, hold on. Why were you on Tinder making close friends? (laughs) What? Listen, it sounds like they dated from Tinder, but then it must not have worked out at the time or something. And then after three years, she asked about potentially dating again. It said dating oh, again. Oh, okay. Okay. That yeah. that makes way more sense. More sense, than, right? Yeah. Than like, like, they probably oh, hey, went, like, you know, we swiped mm-hmm. right on each other, but... No, it's like a girl I met from Tinder, we ended up being close friends. Mm-hmm. So they dated, ended up being close friends, and then three years later, she asked about potentially dating again. Yeah, I, I mean, don't think they were looking to be close friends from that initial Tinder right. swipe. Sure, sure. Right. Cool. Uh, A week later, she said she wasn't sure about how she feels about dating and said to give her some time. Two days later, she's in a relationship with some random guy and I blew up at her and I haven't talked to her since. Uh, is that ghosting? I mean, you blew up at her. You told her like, oh, or do you mean she ghosted you? Because neither of those are ghosting in my opinion. Really? Yeah. 
What part of that is ghosting? Well, I mean, it it doesn't say the rest of what happened. Like if if blew up blew at up, her, if he blew up at her and like, hadn't talked to her since, maybe she. That's the final confrontation, mm, right? Like I that's the so. final confrontation. Already. Yeah, yeah. Unless she didn't say anything to him and then disappeared in the relationship, mm. and then after he said shit to her, she still didn't say anything after. That yeah. I guess that's if her she didn't ghosting respo- him still. Yeah, if, yeah. If she didn't respond. That's what it sounds then, like, because it sounds like he oh, blew yeah. up at her and haven't talked to her since. Yeah. Well, doesn't it doesn't, doesn't necessarily that mean doesn't, that she didn't that doesn't sound though. like ghosting. That sounds like you blew up at her mm-hmm. for being in a relationship. To be entirely honest, like we're allowed to be honest here, right? Yeah. All right, listener. Uh, thank you for your email. Oh However, it sounds like you blew up at somebody. You know whether or not you feel like that's justified is subjective. Uh, to your experience of what happened here. But for the girl, she's just like, all right, I got in a relationship. I was considering being in a relationship with you and I needed to consider it. And to be entirely, okay, to be entirely fair, it sounds like what happened was she was probably already seeing this guy. It was kind of working out, kind of not working out. Mm -hmm. So she was trying to find somewhere to put her emotions and you were used, which sucks, which sucks. However, it still doesn't really justify you blowing up at her. I mean, okay, there needs to be justification. I think it, him blowing up at her it, when he owes her nothing is fine. Yeah, yeah. it, it yeah. justifies it in the sense that, like, yeah, she used you. you. She probably deserved it, but like, that's probably why you got ghosted. Yeah, like if if that's what happened, if like he didn't hear from her again after right. that, that's definitely why. At least there's a clear why. Yeah, if that's the case, exactly. And so that's that not was, ghosting, right? I guess so, because if that was like the final thing that you just wanted to do that at the end yeah. and great yeah that's like that's like quitting a job and i like, support you that's like quitting <laughs> that's like jumping on your boss's desk at your work yeah. and peeing all over it and then jumping off you know and like hobbling out with Being your pants like, half I quit down and like, like stealing a bunch of staplers and then holding up the, <laughs> exactly right that's like a that's like a final fuck you you did it and like there's no ghosting there fair yeah, I don't know if it's So this was a debated ghosting situation. Yeah, I, don't I like know this. If it was a ghosting this next email is, I think, definitely ghosting, sure. but let me know what you guys think. So the email says So I was a senior in high school playing American football. It was homecoming weekend. Basically, we play a rival school and then we have a homecoming dance the next night. Long story short, we beat our rival, and the day of the dance, I asked my girlfriend to go with me. She said yes, so I thought everything's going to be great. The night of the dance, I'm waiting outside her house for an hour. I called her, no response. I texted her, no response. At that point, I was getting angry and decided to go to the dance by myself. I was the only one on my team that didn't have a date, and that basically killed my self-confidence. I've seen her around the school, but we never talked again. That's my first ever ghost story. I hope this counts. P.S. Love your podcast, by the way. Keep up the good work. I would say that's, like, she just said yes. That's weird. That's super weird. And then yeah. he waited outside her house for an hour. Can I ask you a question, listener? Uh, the question, you can, you can email uh, Misty the answer here. How does that work? Like, which team, which unfortunate other team is like, oh, it's your homecoming game, but we'll be the visiting team? Like, wouldn't homecoming be at the same time for them? So, like, how can... Why would they agree to be the team that's probably going to get beat down 
I don't what? know. What no. are you talking about? I feel like you're... Like you, the football game. The football game was the homecoming game, right? The homecoming. Yes. So it's their first home game. Oh, it's not like a... I don't know. I don't know what homecoming is. What's I homecoming? don't either, but like... You're the one that lived in the States. I have the and, I, and I played football, but like uh, homecoming was just like a you thing. Football? Yeah, I played football. <laughs> I mean, what do you mean? Oh, you <laughs> Alex's expression was great there. <laughs> I mean, listen, okay? Listen. Right. The point is... That's your question? That, that's my question. That's my question. I, I just want to know, like, what team, like, is the unfortunate team and right. how they decide who the unfortunate team is that you have but, to like, play. But, like, that's not... It's, I, I it's don't never think, the case. I don't, I don't think, think that's predetermined. what it is. I, I think what happens... Can be a win or a loss. Yeah, I think what happens is they play the game... What happens if it's a loss? And then they... they fuck? They of their own high school have they, a homecoming dance the next night, not with the other team. No. Like, it's not like no, a no, joint... No, no, I know, I know that. I just, I, <laughs> homecoming dance is like... The <laughs> two football teams have to dance together. <laughs> 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 like you have to go fully geared and like it's part of the game now it's like an extended part of football it's like Half whoever dance show. whoever dances the best metal. actually wins the whole game it doesn't matter how Yo, much you score but football dancers can dance but that's you're not wrong well, that's Same. because most of them are you know dancers you before they play football pitch it as a film concert <laughs> I will. <laughs> this is a great good. film. Uh, but uh, as far as the ghosting thing goes, ever consider maybe she had diabetes <laughs> and like she just fainted? And or, then never spoke to him again and never was like, I, I am maybe diabetes. Maybe she was like super embarrassed, right? Like, Or like maybe she had like mad diarrhea or something right and she was just like you know what i'm so embarrassed this is homecoming there's this like she would have football... made an excuse no there's this like football guy who asked me to homecoming dance and like oh my god, oh my god like but what like... do i do i'm blowing chunks out of <laughs> my ass like it's just horrible and like what do you do right like you're like embarrassed. that's where you went with it i thought like i don't know she like would cheat or something and then felt like extremely guilty or she like caught you cheating and like was like upset with you or something like that something that doesn't have an explanation you know what i mean right whereas blowing chunks you could easily be like oh, or I'm so her, sorry. her like, parents thought, didn't like blah, you blah, blah. who knows right like the circumstances here because you were in high school make that a little bit like for sure and that's knows? that's obviously what we could debate forever is we're only ever hearing any of these stories a one-sided b very short version and no context whatsoever <laughs> that like quite literally anything could have happened yeah guys if you're gonna email in i'm gonna need you to like write <laughs> in at least 16 chapters worth okay i need the full like history of what happened and you need you to know, get the other person's up. side of it yeah, as and well I need you to interview the other person <laughs> that, that ghosted, that ghosted you. you or you ghosted that you haven't talked to i don't think it's my chair squeaking i think you're the one who's moving you're you constantly no, move listen it doesn't squeak yeah hers doesn't mine squeak. doesn't squeak your it's squeak. just your chairs why does my chair do that <laughs> anyways but yes because i'm fat no 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 when i sit in your chair too uh, am i fat no it's broken because i was fat now anyone's sitting in it you're not fat. Do you see? See, guys, this is how you answer these questions correctly. 
These are these are the hidden these are the hidden tidbits inside of this podcast that you're waiting for. That's true. Yep, you've yeah. actually answered that quite well. That was, that was solid. That was uh, solid. So we did get a third email, mm-hmm. and bless you, Maddie. Um, it is a fucking essay, and it was a joy to read, but. For the sake of time, I'm going to just summarize what I learned from this and let you guys know what happened. So sure. essentially, she was seeing this guy that was um, a, a Tinder connection, and it was literally back and forth for like a couple of years where they'd have a great time, everything's going great, he's saying all these nice things to her, and then would sort of go, oh, like I just need like time to like work on myself or whatever, I'm just not in the place to whatever. And her response was always, and I have the receipts. She sent me the text screenshots here, so I have it all. Um, she was very much like, okay, like, that's fine. Like, I understand. It's cool. And it's then, so astute of you, Maddie. Like, it's so organized. Oh, like, yeah. filing away all the evidence. Oh, yeah. She's got the evidence. It's great. It's fantastic. I can't imagine, like a, like, a cabinet alphabetically ordered. Oh, definitely. Of all of her... And dated. All her dating experience, for sure. So it was, it was like that. And she, every time wasn't like, oh my God, no, don't like leave me or we have something good. But none of that. She was like, okay, like I get it. Like it was cool. It was Well, that's what you did wrong. (laughs) But then the guy just kept coming back. Like we're talking like, like stretches of time here. It all began in late 2018. That's that's what I'm saying, right? Like he clearly wants you to be like, like, like. This guy, it sounds mm-hmm. like, okay, mm-hmm. just a really um, slimy way of getting you to be his, like, moral support. Right. Oh, then there is this part, though, which uh-huh. I will I will, I will, will only read her side of the sure. conversation yeah. as to protect the privacy of the other person, I suppose. Um, January 1st, 2019, I believe, if I recall the story correctly, she was quite hungover at this point, but said, okay, happy new year, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. Random question. Out of every ghosting situation I've ever been in, I was so disappointed that you did. Can I just know why? Lol, that's all I need. And then he did respond and it was all just along the vein of, oh, I've, I'm depressed or I'm going through stuff or whatever. But then he just kind of kept coming back and eventually all of this just sort of came down to like like they just didn't find each other interesting anymore after all of that there's so many different things that could be going on here Mm -hmm. there's so many different things that could be going on here could be this guy's kink for all we know that is true it could be like edging a relationship relationship edging Mm -hmm. could Mm -hmm. be his kink that's true. Like, just on the cusp of being in this new exciting thing could be someone's kink. That is true. Yeah. Right? Like, it could. It could. A lot of... I know a lot of mm-hmm. girls that do that. Holy shit. Like, they just get to, like, the edge of the relationship where it's, like, super right. tense. And then, right. like, when they have to think about actually mm-hmm. being in a relationship with a guy, I'm looking at you, Alex. Um, they're like... Wow. <laughs> they're like, ah, I'm kind of bored. <laughs> Right. There actually, now that you say that, there was a a message um, from him that was very much like, you know what, like, I'm done being stupid, like, I'm ready to commit to this 100%, like, and was very... That's kind of weird. That was... That's also kind of weird, because it didn't sound like you guys were dating to begin with. Right. And I have to be fair here that I'm absolutely condensing this story, and there was a lot of back and forth for a long time, but sort of the point was that 
it was the the he'd have like a toe in and then seem like he was diving all the way in and then just like would disappear for like stretches of time yeah here's 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 the thing okay from the sounds of it from the sounds of this very condensed version Mm -hmm. you should be considering yourself lucky that he ghosted you Mm. like are you Mm. serious like this guy sounds like a complete wishy-washy like piece of shit but he was so dreamy so i don't care if he's dreamy (laughs) dreamy guys who are wishy-washy immediately (laughs) lose their like value to me right uh, yeah, absolutely. You can do like, better, Maddie. Let's go. Kidding me? Well, like, yeah. Uh, uh, and God, then, just fucking commit to one thing. Commit to either going, like, doing it or don't do it. Right. Like, fucking make a choice, man. True. Like, be a man. Be a man. Do, um, do the right thing. Yeah. Um, oh, she she did end her maybe, email. Maybe yeah. you don't buy this. <laughs> like, oh my the, God! Yeah. Right. Like, just do the fucking right thing. Right. Like, are you kidding me? Like, yep. just. Yeah. Like, either you want it or you don't want it. Like, if you want it, like, want it. And then, mm-hmm. like, if you realize you don't want it later, after you've had it. You like, should then... tap out and tap out clearly and like a yeah. gentleman. And Maddie did end off her email here with just sort of a couple of comments as to, like, what my whole um, survey was asking, too. Sure. So she said, so at the end of all of this, number one, I think explanations are necessary in most situations. Mm-hmm. Number two, ghosting sucks when there's obvious chemistry. And number three, when it's a first date and things obviously aren't going great, a mutual ghosting is mutually appreciated. Do you guys agree with those? I agree with point three. I agree that ghosting, like, sucks. I don't know about the explanations being necessary in most situations. I don't know. Like, I wouldn't say most situations. But then again, like, there's that debate about how much time has to have passed before... It's no longer socially appropriate to ghost someone versus when it's like, oh, yeah, you could have seen that coming, that they were going to ghost you, If you right? ghosted me now, Alex, that would be weird. Right. I'm just saying, it would be weird. <laughs> yeah. it, would be, I, it would be weird if you ghosted me or if, I, or if we, like, ghosted you one day. I'm just saying no it would rooms. be really... I'm just saying it would be really weird, right? That's a socially awkward time right. to go somewhere. Um, right. Uh, but, yeah, point three I agree with. The mutual ghosting is great. Yeah, I definitely think that a mutual yeah. ghosting is mutually Especially if you're just meeting someone. Yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah, just, like if just I don't feel the mood, guys. Feel the mood. Just feel the mood. Yeah, if I'm not, like, reciprocating... If it's super awkward, don't try to make it not awkward. Right. Trying extra hard. Ah, uh, okay, here's the thing. I kind of persisted when Do you that? were kind yeah. of But was I that you. awkward? I was never ghosting you. You just took a really, really long time to respond. That was just her personality. Like it, it it felt like ghosting. It felt like I was being ghosted unless you were bored. Wow. Let, no. Uh, no way. Uh, I legitimately right? replied to you faster than I replied to anybody. Okay. And now you're like a champ at responding, so... That's true. Mm-hmm. Can't argue about that. Okay. Okay. I know that some of those were hilarious, while others were quite depressing. But thank you to everyone who shared even a short story about what you went through, because that's all going to be incredibly helpful for listeners to hear those relate to them, and it may change their decision on whether they would go someone in the future 
or how they deal with being ghosted. So like I said, this is kind of humanizing the whole thing. There's humans here that are experiencing this and you're the only one that can control your own actions. So you have to weigh your options and decide whether ghosting someone is worth it for you knowing what harm it could cause them or deciding if you've been ghosted, whether it's worth being angry and upset over it or whether you can turn your mentality around and move on with your life. I'm all about Reddit now since I learned how to use it in isolation. So I went and found a subreddit r slash ghosting, which is relatively small. There's only like 1100 members, but I sorted the posts by top posts in the last year. And then I brought Cliff and Alex again to read over these with me because a lot of things I saw there really illustrated those two camps that I was talking about before. So let's go back to talking to Cliff and Alex because their perspective on this was also really interesting. Okay, so I have Cliff and Alex back again, and we're now opening what I found the most interesting posts on the r slash ghosting subreddit. And not all of these are actual ghost stories. Some of them are just comments about it. So I'm just going to read those out and you guys can let me know what you think. Okay. So this one is titled Ghosting Fact, and it says, please, please, please remember that the person ghosting has a problem. I know it seems to be the norm now. People have gotten used to not looking within, so they take the easy way out. It's not you, and yes, it's difficult. You blame yourself. Mentally healthy people communicate when something is bothering them. Work on you. Let them sort themselves out. No, sometimes it's you. Yeah, like, I I definitely don't think that everyone that ghosts is a shitty person and has a problem sometimes that's just the best decision to make in that circumstance and it doesn't mean that the person being ghosted shouldn't have to introspect at least a little bit because i think that's kind of what that post was saying not that they don't have to at all but it was almost suggesting that like don't worry if you get ghosted just you do you well i did say work on yourself and no they told mm -hmm. the person ghosting to work on themselves uh, it right? said, I think it said both. Of it said both. It said work, work on themselves. you, let them sort themselves out. So I guess it's more advice to not let people who get but ghosted get hung up on But this is one of those, this it. is one of those posts that make mm-hmm. me feel like, okay, what you're saying is like just nice words mm-hmm. to make the person being ghosted feel like it's not only their fault. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's only your fault mm-hmm. that you're ghosted. Mm-hmm. So this next one, because I'm trying to sort of illustrate the two different camps of how people feel about ghosting. So this one is titled, Ghosting is Psychological Murder. So that's a pretty strong title. It says, Ghosting in a short-term relationship hurts, but ghosting in a long-term relationship or marriage should be illegal unless it was an abusive situation. The fear that ghosting leaves in a victim never ends or goes away. Even when the person no longer loves the ghoster, a sense of fear remains. Who was this person? Will he hurt me physically if I see him again? Will he suddenly surface after I've moved on to ruin the new relationship? Furthermore, the fear of anticipation that something that is perceived to be permanent will suddenly disappear lasts forever, and there is no therapy that can take this away. Imagine that you had a nice house. One day you return from work to find an empty space in the area where your house used to be. 
There was no explanation for it. He tried to call the neighbors and ask how such a weird thing could ever occur, but they stopped answering the phone. After a few years, you buy a new house that's even better than the old house. This house has a contract with a clause that states that it can never disappear. However, because of the first house, you never feel safe. You constantly have panic attacks while believing that this house will disappear. Even though this house is all you've ever wanted, you still have the fear and it ruins your life. This is the aftermath of ghosting. The new partner can be the best person in the world, but the fear of ghosting is a disease that cannot be cured once ghosting has occurred. That's stupid. Do you want you want to answer for me? I feel like you know exactly how I feel about this poster. Like, come on. Like, like what the fuck? Like, are you really going to let that ruin your life because you can't get over something that happened in your life? Like, Yeah, I, don't I know, think man. me and Alex agree that this is a, a mental fortitude type of thing. Yeah, like, get over like, it. <laughs> Are you, are you, like, are you serious? Like, like, okay, first mm-hmm. of all, if you can't trust in the contract that this new house will never disappear, then you probably shouldn't have signed that contract in the first place. It's a ridiculous contract to sign. That is you, true, because like, the contract is acting as a, a metaphor for marriage. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, and... if you can't trust that that contract, that social contract, right. is binding to the other person, don't sign it. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, that's pretty simple, I feel. Right? Like, just don't fucking sign it. If you feel pressured into signing it, then you're probably signing it for the wrong reason. You probably still shouldn't have signed it. Right? Makes no sense. Don't Mm -hmm. sign the contract unless you're ready to sign the damn contract. Right. Yeah, that one was, like, pretty intense. And I feel like a lot of people... And also, do we... Do any of us exist, really? (laughs) Wow. Like... (laughs) Wow. What if you're just, like, in the Matrix and, like... Right. Your house disappearing is like, you're the chosen one. You're the one who sees your house disappear and you're like, whoa. Wow. I guess none of us really exist. Nothing really exists. Like, holy shit. Now you know. You should be educating people on the fact that things don't actually exist. Not that like, oh my god, I'm so sad that it doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of posts in here that are just on the vein of like, Reminder that if you ghost people without a good reason, you're a bad person. Like, yeah, it's, it's a it's a bubble it's not, of like people like echoing the same yeah, thing. Like it's not great, but at the same time, like to the people being ghosted, like uh, have a sense of responsibility too, right? Like if you're getting ghosted, there's a reason why. Like don't just sit there and wallow and let it emotionally ruin you, because mm-hmm. then you're just gonna keep getting ghosted, right? Think about yep. what the reason why. Look, what's yep. the reason you're getting ghosted, right? Mm-hmm. If you can figure that out, you're probably not going to get ghosted again. Like, think about it, okay? You get into a new relationship and you're like, you're like, you know, you're confronting your fears with your new partner and you're you're confiding in them and you say, hey, you know what? Like, my last partner uh, ghosted me. Here's what, here's the situation. Here's what happened. I don't know what happened. If I heard that as your new partner, I'd be like, whoa, okay, I should probably be on the lookout for things that you're doing that made you deserve getting ghosted in the first place right and you should probably have worked on those already otherwise you may already be on the way to being ghosted again yeah or at least identified them right yeah that's ridiculous if not you're just gonna torture yourself right i found this one that says that says before you send your ghost another message think of this I know you're angry and hurt and that the person you were close to ghosted you. 
You're confused about what went wrong, what happened, why it happened, so many questions. But think about this before you send another message. There is a strong chance that this ghost will use your messaging and messaging them against you. They'll tell their friends and family, hey, look at this crazy girl or guy. She blew up my phone. It'll make you look like the crazy, desperate person that you're not. Don't give the coward that power. Stay strong, block that number, move on, love yourself. And then there's a response that says, well, damn, I wish I saw this two hours ago because I just texted someone who ghosted me. Still no reply. And like, I get it and I've been ghosted and I was just like, okay, like, like what? What are you supposed to feel about it? Right. And I like, I was having a great time with this person. Right. Like mm. I thought we hit it off, you know, had similar interests, et cetera, et cetera, got ghosted. And then it was like, okay, like, like go on our merry way. I got video games. Like, what do you want? Like find your own interests, like find your own interests, be your own person before you even consider like approaching a relationship with someone else. Right. Like it makes no sense, right? Like, if you're not already a complete person and you're looking for someone else to complete you, and if that person disappears, you all of a sudden can't be your own complete person, the fuck are you doing? I also found this one. Um, it's really long-winded, but the, like, start and end of it are, are relevant. Um, ghosting and its consequences. Hello, I just wanted to give you my opinion on ghosting and why it should not affect you in any capacity. First things first, I am 35 and have had plenty of experience in dating, so this crappy behavior doesn't affect me like it would have 10 or even 5 years ago. Ah. Mm. Secondly, I can understand why it would bother people so much, but here is my opinion on why it isn't a big deal and how I think it should be dealt with. I don't think that ghosting is wrong per se. If you haven't been seeing someone for very long and don't know them well, just cutting contact might be the faster and less dramatic way of ending things. If you've only gone on a date or two and you're unsure of how they will react to rejection, I think it's okay to disappear and let the other person get the hint. If you have been seeing the person multiple times, had sex and created a repertoire with someone, then yeah, it's definitely wrong and childish. And then this person goes on to explain their life story for a little bit. Um, but then at the end, um, they sum it up by saying, yeah, ghosting sucks. It can be hurtful but it can also be a good thing. If someone ghosts, it can set you up for better opportunities elsewhere and not just dating. Think of ghosting as someone doing you a favor and saying, I'm not worthy of you. I don't want to waste your time. Let it go and move forward. You'll be better off. Is that kind of closer to what you guys would agree with? Yeah, most of the times that I've ghosted someone, it was just that I'm like, I don't know how this person's going to react to right. me. Telling them to their face, you're annoying. Mm -hmm. I'm not interested in you. Right, yeah. Because, right? like, who am I to say that, like, my preferences are the correct ones? Mm -hmm. Like, maybe someone out there does like them doing the certain thing that made me annoyed, mm -hmm. right? Who am I to say, like, oh, change to cater to me, and I still don't want to date you at the end, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Would you want to know if someone didn't want to talk to you anymore? Like, why? Would you want to know the why? Nope. Like, if they were a longtime friend, mm -hmm. yes. Mm -hmm. If they were just someone I met and mm -hmm. was like, maybe, I don't know, like three, four months friend. Mm -hmm. No, I don't, I don't care. Yeah. Like I definitely really. speculate if it happens, even if it's like a shorter term thing, but it doesn't like keep me up at night, you know, it's not like devastating in any way. It's, it's just kind of like, oh wow. Like I wonder what happened. Like I wish they could have said something, but I also don't care enough to let it bother me. I guess. Yeah. 
not really I, I wouldn't really give it much thought for me it'd just be like oh we just kind of got busy and drifted away and like if I don't speak to you ever again it doesn't matter what like, if you were like engaged uh, in the conversation ah uh, this is this is the difference and I talk about this earlier is the difference between ghosting and avoidance right if you both just avoid each other it's not the same thing if you're right. both like oh no one said the first word ever again that's not the same but if you are actively trying to yeah, be reach like out what to me someone and my best friend does yeah yeah like a few months goes by oh say, yeah I'll just go have a drink and i'll be like okay okay and then we'll, like, right forget to go have a drink <laughs> right right like, it's been guys, happening for like three years now right but you guys aren't sitting there like this fucker is ghosting me yeah, no, like, you're no i know just... if i want to have a drink like i'll like be like i'm at your house right right precisely <laughs> right or precisely. I'll be like here call me on facetime I'll, this is know, the difference drink. with the like if, if you are like you, let's say you had plans with this person and you're like, Hey, like I'm, I'm, are you still on for this? And then you don't hear a response and you think to yourself, Oh, like maybe they got busy. Like what happened? Or Hey, like just checking in to see if you're still down for whatever. And then you just never get a response ever again. That's ghosting. I've been ghosted by models day of a shoot. Yeah. That's, That's weird. super weird. Right. Cause I mean, you planned it all already. You talked about it and then like, an hour goes by and you're like, whoa, like, like are getting, you still showing up? Like, I've got getting, my camera here. Literally, like, <laughs> like please, PSA, so PSA to all the models. Can you please let us know the night before? Like, yeah. like, we'll be like, oh, damn, we had our stuff ready. Like, that sucks. But like, please, at least yeah, the but night like before. The but like, I've got the shit like, in the car. And yeah, like, that's, that's kind uh, of like, what is that? Just the worst. Um. In that particular situation, I just feel like it's prof- unprofessional. That's yeah, 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 and that's, that's different. Not, yeah, that's, that's, that's not totally a relationship-based thing. But that's good because this is this is a business relationship, yeah. which is another type of yeah, relationship yeah. that we don't usually yeah. get to but talk like, about. But as far as like ghosting in a relationship or like a potential relationship, like, like I hate to sound like a broken record, but there are nine billion people on the planet. The whole there are a lot of fish in the sea kind of thing is actually true. Mm -hmm. I agree. Right? Like, I have a question for you guys. So, in a different situation that people don't often think about with ghosting, but that turns out to be pretty common these days, would you ever ghost a workplace? Have you ever or would you ever? Oh, I've totally done that. Are you kidding me? <laughs> a workplace? Yeah. yeah. Like if you are hired, you have signed the papers yeah. and you start your shifts there. And then if you just no longer want to work there anymore, would you walk out? Sorry, the gap manager. When I was <laughs> 16. I would not. I would never. I, would I never. did. Never. I flat out did. I have given. I worked there for three months. Mm. And I was like, this is the, like, I dread waking up i'm just not going back fuck it I'm go- i went and i had two other jobs <laughs> and yeah like the thing is is in that circumstance it's not like you need them for the reference it's nope. not like whatever nope, you're not you're people. actually not risking anything to yourself you're screwing them over but like it's a retail place like they've seen worse so. and i've had that done to me as a manager as well yeah yeah me too that actually. was crazy yeah like like it felt crazy yeah. at the time because yeah. you, you know you're talking to co-workers and like this person just didn't show up again like, are just, they dead? Like, that's crazy. What happened? That's the exact conversation right? we had, too. We're like, did they die? Right? Like, but then I remember, oh, wait, I did that. Right. And that's probably I've not that I've always worked restaurants, yeah. so it's mm-hmm. expected. Right. But I would never do I it. I could never. Because it just, 
I feel like I haven't even given less no. than two weeks notice before. Oh, I think me too. I've always done the full two, two weeks, weeks to a month. And then yeah. work the next two weeks to yeah. a month. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Thanks, Alex and Cliff, for ranting all that out with me about ghosting. Are you going to give us an end to shout out our own stuff at this time, or are you still going to be terrible about that? I'm going to plug you guys. Right, so. Cool. <laughs> oh, God. <clears throat> So if you guys haven't already, make sure you go to Instagram.com slash AllieCakes underscore. That is A-L-L-E-C-A-K-E-S underscore. You're going to want to follow her. You're also going to want to go ahead to Twitch.tv slash AllieCakes. Same spelling, no underscore. You're going to want to do that. Now, you're especially going to make sure to see more of Alex on Cliff's Instagram, as well as a whole lot of other butts. So go on over to Instagram.com slash Cliff.Sun. That is C-L-I-F-F period S-U-N. And hop on over to his Twitch channel as well, which is dot spelled out D-O-T. So it's twitch.tv slash Cliff D-O-T-S-U-N. Thank you. After all this discussion, talking about why people do this, whether you believe that ghosting is acceptable in some cases or whether it's never acceptable, and hearing stories from actual humans that have been through stuff, I wanted to save the last statement from my Instagram survey to the end here. So what I put up said, if someone didn't want to talk to me anymore, I would want them to tell me why rather than ghosting me. I had 50 people respond to this question and it was 90% of the way towards strongly agree with the average response. There were only two people who had selected strongly disagree for this, whereas 24 people, that's more than any other question I've ever asked, slid that scale all the way to the strongly agree side and committed to that. Of course, there were other responses that were in between but with the average being about 90% of the way to strongly agree and 24 people committing 100% to that, it seems pretty clear that people would prefer to know why someone didn't want to talk to them or spend time with them anymore rather than having them just disappear. I can relate to that. I'd want someone to tell me why. I suspect that the two people that slid it to strongly disagree, I don't know whether they necessarily don't want to know why or whether they just understand that no one owes them anything and that they don't expect an explanation from someone that's ghosted them. And I agree with that if that's what they mean, but there's there's no circumstance where I would prefer not to know why someone disappeared, even if I can understand that they don't owe me that explanation because they're no longer in my life. Obviously, everyone is going to feel really differently about this topic depending on what their own experience has been. So yes, I would definitely prefer that someone would tell me why they don't want to see me or spend time with me rather than ghosting me. But in my experience, I've straight up ghosted people as well. And I'm sure that they would have loved an explanation in some cases. But I'm also in the camp of people that one of my questions earlier was asking whether ghosting is sometimes necessary. And I believe, yes, it is. If I had to answer that with a yes or no, I would say yes. Sometimes it is necessary. 
However, I do not believe that it is always justified. I mean, if someone is in like a four-year-long relationship and then one of the partners ghosts each other, I think that's insane. But I think sometimes it is justified. So I'm going to tell you two stories from my experience and a couple little ones to sort of illustrate why I feel this way. The first thing that I always think about with ghosting is like boy stories. So this is the more childish version where I don't necessarily think I was justified exactly, but I also don't think that the harm to the other person would have been crippling to them either. So I'll give you an example. In first year university, there was this guy that was in a class with me. I honestly don't remember which class and sorry, but I don't even remember his name. I remember what he looked like and I remember that he recommended a movie to me that I did like. But anyway, he was very kind and all my friends were like, oh my God, he's so into you. And I was like, eek, boys are gross. So I, as soon as I got that idea in my head, I didn't really want anything to do with him, but he wasn't coming right out and saying that he was interested either. This is something that I've struggled with a lot and I think a lot of other people have is if someone is not coming outright and telling you that they're interested in you or want to go on a date with you or whatever, it's really icky to assume that yourself and then confront them about it. Like this guy was technically making me uncomfortable because of the way that he was acting towards me. It seemed like it was a more than friends intended thing. But I also didn't know that for a fact, but it was making me uncomfortable. So it would have been so awkward for me to go up to him and be like, hey, I'm going to like take a step back from talking to you because I think you're interested in me and I don't want you to be interested in me. Like you can't say that to someone. And the chances of going up to them saying that being like, hey, I'm not interested, even if you are interested then they're just going to say something back along the lines of, oh, no worries. Like, I value our friendship, though. Let's stay friends, blah, blah, blah. But I don't really like that idea when I know that that's a thought that they've had. And I know that that's crazy and it's super a childish way to go about it. But that's how I felt at the time. I was in first year university, fresh out of high school. Like, what's going on? But anyway, I ended up ghosting the dude and he was not very nice to me. After that, well, actually, he kind of just like ghosted me back, but like made angry eyes whenever we saw each other on the bus or whatever. And I never spoke to him again. So I feel like he must know why I did that. But at the same time, he probably thought that the way I did it was shitty and that I easily could have just gone up to him and been like, hey, you're acting in a way that suggests you want more than friends. I don't want that. But like, let's stay friends or maybe just give me a sec to like get over the idea that. I know that you wanted to date me because at the time that really squicked me out. So that's a really stupid little kid reason for ghosting someone. And I don't think I was justified, but also he's fine. Like he's not tortured over the time that some random girl that he met at university didn't really want to talk to him anymore. I'm, I'm sure he's okay. But that was a recurring pattern when I found out that boys liked me in my like late high school, early university days, I found out they liked me and I was like, okay, bye, nice knowing you and just never spoke to them again. So they probably felt really bad for expressing their feelings. And I do feel bad that if that turned them away from expressing feelings ever again, but I hope that they can look back and reflect on me as a dumbass adolescent that didn't know how to reject someone politely. Um, 
hopefully they look back and just have decided that I was the shitty person in that situation. I'm fine with that. Now, the second example was probably the biggest instance where I've ever ghosted someone. And in this case, it was a group of friends. And it was not an easy time. It was not an easy decision. It was all pretty terrible. I was at a point where I was making some new decisions about my life, new relationships, things like that. And the group of friends I was with, to be fair, had known me for a number of years and had seen me make some really not so great decisions. So I get that they were coming from a place of looking out for me. But I believe that after a lot of chances, I was justified in disappearing from their lives because from my perspective, they were not handling all of that in a way that a good friend would handle it. There's a certain amount of influence that I think friends should have over each other. If they were uncomfortable with what I was doing with my life, I would have respected them if they wanted to sort of step away, if they didn't want to be around to watch, if they truly believed that my decisions were bad. But unfortunately, they chose to get over-involved in everything, and that caused things to get a lot worse. I learned in that time that I really don't appreciate that. I, I don't expect them to have blind support and I don't expect them to like everything that I do, but I do expect them not to meddle in my life just because they have this memory of how things used to be with our friendship and that was what really put a strain on things. So the decision to no longer speak to them, like I said, was terrible and not easy, but it didn't happen all that abruptly. It was after several conversations with each of them individually. I told them how I felt about stuff. I told them that I understood that they were worried, but that I was still going to make these decisions and that it's okay if they didn't like them and they can choose what they want to do. But instead of either keeping to themselves and, and choosing to distance themselves from me or continuing to talk to me as a friend, if that's what they found most important, they chose to talk about my life and my decisions with everyone that we've ever known over the last like five years. So when I found that out, I decided, okay, what would happen if I went up to this group or to any of them individually and explained, hey, I'm no longer going to talk to you because you've done this thing. I could have done that, but I also felt like I had in one way or another before when I explained that what they were doing was making me uncomfortable and that they're welcome to distance themselves. So when that is what I was met with, that that's how they wanted to handle their frustration with me, I decided that it just wasn't worth my time. I had to focus on the new things that I was doing and the new opportunities that I was trying to take. And I couldn't be weighed down by all of the emotional baggage that they were carrying about all of this. And it was awful. It was totally awful. I missed them every day for a long time after that. And even though I ultimately think that parting was probably best, not because they're bad people, but because my life just wasn't going to go the same way as it had been going with them up to that point. And I think that's okay, but I'm pretty sure that they were still upset. And I, I wish that 
they could have just let me go. But yeah, that's been my personal experience with ghosting. And I think I'll wrap it up at that. And we talked about a lot of other aspects of this throughout the episode that I hope you guys had fun listening to. Of course, in review, we covered the difference between ghosting and avoidance and kind of had some discussion about that. We went over some of that mini data from my little survey to kind of share what other people had to say about their experience with ghosting. We talked about who may be more likely to ghost and covered the reasons why people ghost. That was sort of the main focus of everything that we talked about. And then, of course, I brought in Cliff and Alex uh, to make some commentary on all these Reddit posts, emails we got from you guys, and some of the Instagram responses too. I really want to say thank you to everyone for your patience waiting for this episode to come out. I know that um, this was very, very late and that we essentially had to bypass our April episode, but here we are at the last day of May and I'm going to release it and then we can look forward to a June episode, which I have decided that our topic for next month is going to be the evolution of dating. Huge topic to cover, obviously, but I think we'll have a lot of fun talking about it. I will be putting up some stories eventually to ask you guys for your dating experience, and then we can discuss how things have changed over time. So please do send in a story if you have anything to share that is on the topic of dating or the evolution of dating. It is, of course, humancontactpodcast at gmail.com. This episode was made possible by all of my awesome Twitch community and members of our Discord, Misty University. If you have any comments or questions about this episode or suggestions for a future episode, did you know that you can actually leave me a voicemail? Go to anchor.fm forward slash human contact, then click on message and just record your voice note. And potentially I may use your voicemail clips in upcoming podcast episodes. If you would rather type your questions or comments, then please do send me an email at humancontactpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks to everyone for being cool, and I'll see you out there on the internet.